Welcome to Think Queerly. I'm your host, Aaron Steele, and I want to share with you today a milestone. I've just passed the two-year mark of podcasting. I think for anything in this day and age when we are committed to doing something and staying true to that work, there's got to be a reason for it, right? And for me, this two-year podcasting anniversary, now publishing my 136th episode. So that's, that's a little bit more than one podcast per week when you do the numbers over two years. It means not that I've been forcing myself, not that I've been pushing myself. And I share a little bit of insight into who I am. I've been challenged in the past by coaches and mentors that one in particular who was very much this, you've just got to push to build your business and you've got to work hard. And that's a kind of a mindset that can be very challenging to one's emotional well-being and physical well-being. I think it's really important that we love or appreciate or are deeply connected with the work we do if we want to be happy humans. You know, maybe that's part of it. It's definitely part of what I do in my work as a coach, but it's also very much a part of what I do in my messaging on the podcast. I guess at the heart of things is the human experience and humanizing how we look at the world and and bringing that even closer to the human, how you look at the very next person closest to you, regardless of skin color, gender, sexuality, and so many other variables that make each of us unique and interesting. So I just want to share some reflections on this two-year anniversary. I first launched the podcast as The Living Out Podcast. So OUT was all caps, O-U-T. And it was a tongue-in-cheek reference to coming out, staying out, celebrating your outness, not wanting to hide any part of your queer identity. And in the beginning, it was definitely focused on the gay male experience. I was doing a lot of research at that time, um, also looking at some information, uh, rather a, a program that a fellow by the name of Raymond Rigoglioso had created called Gay Men of Wisdom. And I learned a lot at that time. I was also, I suppose, getting my training wheels taken off the bike as I was just getting started in podcasting, finding my voice in not just the sense of how do I speak when I'm speaking on the podcast, but how do I sound to others when they listen to me share a message? Do I sound authentic? Do I sound warm? Do I sound not convincing, but do I sound authentic and truthful? And like, I'm really speaking from the heart. And I say, that last bit, because over the last few months with COVID-19, the pandemic, how much more I've paid attention to the heart-centered emotions like compassion and empathy. And in the last couple of podcasts that I've done, I've 
also been paying attention to that, especially with what's going on in, you know, all over the world, but, you know, primarily in the United States with Black Lives Matters and the murder of George Floyd and how there's just so much stress in the world with a pandemic that just was the final straw that broke the camel's back and now helping us helping many people that maybe didn't know how to have a conversation to come into that conversation, including myself. And I'm doing some of the work right now to better understand who am I as a white person, as a man, as a cis man, as a gay man, as a queer thinking person, how do I show up in the world with respect to racism Where does my white privilege, my white fragility show up? I see life as an evolution. And for me, anyway, if I'm not always evolving, if I'm not always learning about who I am, how I show up in the world, where I make my mistakes, how I can better understand my environment, and how I can get back to that greater sense of being a better human, that I'm not living to the fullest of of who I am as a person. That just came out of me, and I'm happy I shared that because it 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 really informs where I'm going, and I think I'll come back to that. But you know, looking back at the history, this two year history, and having started the Living Out podcast um, on the twentieth of June, two thousand and eighteen. Very shortly after that, my publication that I was running concurrently on Medium called Think Queerly went through a very significant challenge. Um, It just involved some individuals, myself included, and it took quite a long time for things to not turn around, but almost like this pandemic, to become the next thing to become the new normal. And normal's a horrible word because normal just is status quo. Normal would really mean static and never changing. But what transpired for me, the individual experiences and the challenges in communication and things said and emotions felt, I learned more at that time that I had in many years that taught me a lot about or started me questioning leadership and LGBTQ leadership and infighting within marginalized groups and the ability to have and hold respectful, responsible, meaning being able to respond instead of react in conversation and how that helped me grow. I'm not saying I'm perfect yet. I never will be, but it put me on a path or I guess a number of paths concurrently. Like I since renamed the podcast uh, from living out to think queerly around the 103rd podcast, because it really spoke to me in that I was going more broad. I was thinking more queerly. I was looking at 
the world with some queer theory. I was simply looking at the status quo from my perspective as a queer thinking person and as a gay man. And I'll just read the latest description that I have for the Think uh, Queerly publication on Medium that often informs some of the messaging that I bring to this podcast. So Think Queerly on Medium is a queer thought leadership publication that is critical of the status quo. And as queer people, we demonstrate our necessary and creative role in society. The mission of Think Queerly is to promote critical yet thoughtful dialogue that seeks to improve humanity and equal rights for all. Think Queerly is critical of the status quo, challenging heteronormativity, patriarchy, prejudice, bigotry, and racialized ideologies. Think Queerly seeks to elevate human consciousness, liberate those oppressed by the status quo, and offer solutions to create a more loving world. And the more loving world speaks very strongly to me. It is a build, I guess, upon my purpose, which is when you freely love who you are, you can freely create the life you want. That's a bit of a rewording of a sort of a longer sentence or two that I came up with um, after doing a 30-day intensive coaching program with uh, a coach that I work with that speaks to my life experience that has been dominated by personal growth, self-examination, um, looking at myself as a gay man, as a queer person in the world, how I show up, how I understand that, and how can I use these experiences to help other people um, think more critically about how they look at the world and how they act. And now combining all of that with a study of neuroscience and, and coaching to integrate what I hope will be a message that offers more strategies for people to take from, to be able to apply in their life to improve their situation and their immediate environment, meaning and it could be the climate when I say environment, but I mean their space, where they show up in the world. So speaking a little bit more about queer as a word, it's not just the sole domain of sexuality or gender. It's a way also of looking at the world. So a little, about a year ago, it's probably about this time that I started to ask myself, is there such a thing as an LGBTQ or just specifically a queer leadership? Is there a different style? Is there a different way that queer people lead? And I started writing a number of articles and sharing those thoughts on the podcast. I don't know when it happened exactly, but it was some time months into it that I started reading the Tao Te Ching again, which I've read a number of times. And that's helping me do research at the moment that I'm calling the way of queer leadership. It's kind of like just, I don't know exactly if that's going to be the title, but keeps me thinking about what can I take from these ancient texts about 
how to live in the world, how to be the best human possible, and how to look at the natural order of things as a way to understand how we can be the best version of ourselves, how we can lead, and how we can respond to other individuals and do so in a way that is moral, is ethical, and doesn't require ideology or religion. So I like to think of queer as that which is flexible and yielding to influence. It's like water, which just flows over and through and around. But with time, water can wear things down and wear things away, going through a brook or a river as it makes a jagged rock softer. But water also has immense power. Watch the icebergs breaking apart and the massive waves that they produce. Watch a storm whip up a tidal wave or a tsunami and the damage and the devastation that water can create. And this is the natural order of things. And when we look at that and think about that, think about what's happening right now in politics and society. We are seeing in many ways a tsunami of response and reaction to the injustice that's happening all over the world. The pandemic has been the straw that has broken the camel's back, that has just set off this spark of people standing up, collecting and organizing and saying, enough, enough, and let's make this change happen. So what's next? What's coming after 136 episodes? Well, think queerly is definitely continuing, but there might be some new features. Because when I have shared these thoughts with you, you can see that I have a lot of interests. And sometimes it's really hard to keep everything into or under the single umbrella of the Think Queerly podcast, where even just the word alone makes you think, well, this is going to have to do with something queer related. Here and there, I've published a podcast that was just very personal growth, personal development, which is me. I love it. And I want to share much more of that. So I'm looking at, with Think Queerly specifically, I may be offering some uh, bonus content, some Ask Me Anything or Q&A episodes with past guests that I've had on in discussion or in interviews. And maybe even like director's cuts when I do a very, very long episode. The uh, Reconfiguring Pride episode was almost two hours. And that's long and, and very intense. And I'm trying to look at how do I offer this in a way that might be more consumable um, for individuals that would still appreciate a, a, a deep analysis or discussion of a situation, um, but might not want to go all the way into the subject matter, but then there will be some who, yeah, give it all to me. I want more information, in which case I can offer some exclusive content, and I'm working on how that's going to look um, coming soon. But so that I can have the space for myself to speak personal evolution, personal growth, personal transformation. And while that will come from me as a gay man who's queer, it might be less 
queer or less LGBTQ specific so that I can have the opportunity to address these issues under separate banners or separate branding, so to speak, two completely distinct podcasts where Think Queerly can stay focused on LGBT and queer issues specifically. And if I'm going to be talking more about my way of queer leadership, that's where it's going to land. But if I'm looking at an aspect of personal growth or how we can better understand the world as, as human beings and, and consciousness and perception, which I don't want to say is generic, but I mean, isn't specifically queer. That's why I'm going to bring to, to you, to the public, a brand new podcast. Now I'm not going to share anything more about the naming or what it's going to be, but I am planning for it to be lighter because think queerly can be academic it can sometimes be heavy it can sometimes be emotional it can sometimes be uh, very in your face and i need that i think a lot of people need that and i hope a lot of people appreciate the, the level of emotional breadth and honesty that i bring to the podcast i don't hold things back with the coaching and personal growth podcast that I'm developing, I want it to be a bit more fun because sometimes personal growth is seen as, well, I've got to get better or I'm a terrible person or oh, I'm just not happy with how I did this or did that. And we tend to be hard on ourselves. We can still do the work that might be challenging because Here's a simple way of framing this. Whenever we're faced with the possibility of change, that's when we can face resistance. And resistance is a kind of stress. And all that means is when you haven't been getting what you want or things aren't working out for you in the way that you want and you realize that you've got to change things and shake things up, literally, Things break apart because you're not sure how to respond in the situation. It means you're missing prediction. And prediction is going to inform you about what to do next or how to respond. Now, if we look at that with upset and frustration and annoyance, it is very hard to change. Because upset, annoyance, and frustration is a stress. And when we go into stress mode, we increase our level of resistance even more. So I'm looking at that aspect of not to lower the quality, not to make these coaching episodes something too light that won't give you the possibility of real deep transformation and lasting change, but rather also framing them in the way that you can take the information and work through it and do so in a way that is positive and uplifting to diminish the stress of wanting to make change. So probably already said too much already, and I'm going to leave it at that. And thank you for listening. And as information becomes available, I will obviously be sharing it here with you. And it may not be for everyone, and that's okay. Because you might be listening to the show and wondering, why doesn't Darren get back to offering more personal development stuff? Or you might be on the other side thinking, no, I don't want that. I only want to hear the stuff that's about 
being queer and looking at the world through a queer lens. That's why I'm going to have both. All right, until next time, think queerly and be well.